0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: All right, now I've got back up again to that 19th verse and let's analyze it. Let's notice something here. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth, it shall be done. No. No. We left part of it out. As touching anything they ask notice every time you have to ask you notice other scripture looked at your heavenly father knoweth you have need of these things before you ask what things ever you ask in prayer believing you shall receive amen well you're in agreement with me aren't you yeah but we didn't ask anything it won't work you hear people all the time you just start listening Say, agree with me on that. If you didn't ask anything, it still won't work.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kennethy Hagan continues his teaching on the Prayer of Agreement, Part 1. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kennethy Hagan for today's message.
1: You ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. What things soever you desire. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Well, of course, you understand this, that those things have to be in line with God's Word. God's not going to answer something that's not in line with His Word. But you see, that's the reason people on time day, I call it just spin their wheels and never get anywhere because they're praying in the dark. See, the Bible said, the psalmist of old said, The entrance of thy words giveth light. Amen. The entrance of his word. Well, you see, then, if you've got his word in you, then you're not in darkness about that. You're in the light about it. You don't have to. You see, a lot of times, now, you folks, have. We, we all have, I guess, somebody needs healing, and we begin to talk to them, and about the first thing, they'll say, Well, it may not be God's will to heal me. Well, you know, right away, the word hadn't gotten in them. Say, so you believe it is God's will, but they believe it isn't God's will. Are you going to get them healed? No, no. So, realize this, that you can't always pray the prayer of faith for the other person. Now, you know, like I said, there are times that you can't, especially when people are baby Christians and so on. But you can't, oh, now like a person like that, you're talking to them about healing, you know, want to pray for them. Well, I just don't believe it's God's will to heal everybody. Or again, somebody said, well, I know, I've had them tell me, I know God does heal all right, but I don't believe it's God's will to heal me. Well, you're not going to get any results then because you're not in agreement. So that brings us to another kind of prayer, which is the prayer of agreement. And that is a kind of prayer, isn't it? Now, turn to Matthew, the 18th chapter, and we'll read about the prayer of agreement. Now, Realize this, that you see, so many people have tried to make the prayer of faith, in other words, my prayer of faith, to work for everybody. Now, it'll work for you, but you can't make it work for the other fellow. Now, for instance, the one should have known better, but now here's two faith teachers. I could call their names and you'd know them, but you see, we mean this to be constructive criticism, not destructive, so therefore we won't call in names. But one of them said to me, the other, you know, there's on a preaching engagement together, you see, or teaching, because both of them are teachers, more so than preachers. And so one of them said to the other, you know, I'm just going to pray and believe God. You need an airplane, you know, a little airplane. You can't just get in anywhere in these big ones. You know, and he didn't always go to the big cities. Did y'all always go to big cities? Sir? Well, you can't get in the big airplane to big cities, can you? But these little towns, you know, and most all of them got a little airport, you know, and a little plane, to get it. I'm just going to pray, you know, God will give you, just believe God for you, an airplane. He said, no, you're not. And I don't want one. <laughs> well, now, he can't push that. He can't believe God for him, an airplane, him not wanting one. I know a certain person, I'm not going to call their name either, but, but this person's uh, husband died, been dead several years, really. And this other preacher now, I'm just going to believe God to give you a husband. Well, she may not want any husband. You can't push a husband on off her if she don't want what. You can't push that out. You see, I think maybe we thought this prayer, some people thought, I don't know why they did. I tried to make it as clear as I could. Maybe some didn't. But they just think this, uh, this prayer faith business is just sort of a panacea that'll fit everything and everybody you know don't need, need any other kind of praying. Well, that's unscriptural. Because he said praying with all prayer. Not, he didn't just say praying with the prayer of faith. He said praying with all prayer. All manner of prayer. All kinds of prayer. Amen? And so this one, he, he can't push that airplane off on that other fellow. He don't want any airplane. No, he told me personally. He told me personally. I mean, talking to me face to face, the personal conversation. He said, you know, it took me, I don't know how long to to get that over to him. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think a fellow like that going out teaching on faith, the other fellow is going to push the airplane on it'd be dangerous to listen to him. No wonder you get all confused. (laughs) No, he said, I don't want any little airplane. Couldn't fly it myself anyhow. And I don't want one anyway. I'm well satisfied just to go my way the way I'm doing it. You're not going, yeah, I'm going to believe God for it. He said, no, you're not. Yeah, I'm just going to believe God <laughs> for you and airplane. No, when the other person is involved, you're going to have to get them in agreement with you. And if you don't get them in agreement with you, it's just simply not going to work. Now then, you've got your Bibles open here to Matthew's Gospel. Let's notice the 18th and 19th and 20th verses, because they all go together. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now there's a lot of comments you can make about that, but I'll just make some observation, and we'll get back to that verse later on sometime in some of our teachings. If that's all right with you, if it's not all right, we'll do it anyway. (laughs) Now, one thing, however, I would like to uh, call your attention to, if you don't mind, just 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 food for thought, in other words, get you started thinking. Which heaven is he talking about here? Huh? Because see, the Bible tells us that there's three heavens. Doesn't it? said, doesn't it? How do we know? Well, open your Bibles to the 12th chapter of 2 Corinthians. 12th chapter of 2 Corinthians. Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. I knew a man in Christ. Above 14 years ago. Now, the way we'd said uh, about 14 years ago. Now, all Bible scholars... And theologians that I've ever read have to know anything about all agree that Paul's talking about himself, in his own experience. And I knew a man in Christ above fourteen years ago, whether in of the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. Such as one caught up in where, where? Well, if there's a third heaven, there has to be a second heaven, and there has to be a first heaven, doesn't it? Well, here he doesn't say which heaven it is. Whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Whatsoever shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Now let me ask you this question. You see now then, where is this third heaven and what is it? Well, go on reading there in 2 Corinthians 12. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body, out of the body, I cannot tell, such as one caught up into the third heaven. And I knew such a man. Whether in the body, out of the body, I cannot tell, God, know such as one caught up into paradise. Well, the third heaven is paradise, isn't it? Is there anything bound in paradise? Huh? Is there anything there that would need to be loosed? No. Huh? Then he must have been talking about one of these other heavens then, mustn't he? Huh? Now we'll not go into that yet. We'll get into that a little later on. But just a just little, little food for thought. Little little food for thought there. You know what I mean? Get you to thinking. Get those old rusty gears up there in your brain are going. Amen. Now another thought. Notice something had to be done on earth before it was done in heaven. Notice it all began on the earth. It didn't begin in heaven. What things ever you shall bind on earth or shall be bound in heaven? What same thing you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Notice heaven didn't do anything till earth did something. Amen. Notice God doesn't do anything till somebody on earth calls on him. Notice that he encourages them to. Call unto me and I'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. It's an important principle here that we need to learn. We'll get back to it later on in some detail. We want to go to the 19th verse now and talk about the prayer of agreement. Now notice, again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth, now that's plain enough, isn't it? Two of us on the earth shall agree as touching anything that they shall ask. there's a good possibility that it might be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. No, no. It shall be done. Say it out loud, everybody. It shall be done. That's positive, isn't it? Amen. shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Now, let's go on reading. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, There am I in the midst of them. Now, see, we use that verse very often, and it's partially true, but that's really not what the verse is talking about, about a church service. Well, the Lord's here because he said where two or three gather together in my name, and that is true, he is there, but he wasn't talking about a church service. What he was talking about is where those two people or three people are gathered together in agreement. He's right there to see to it that what they agree on is done. Amen. I said amen.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this month's subject. Our offer for this month is a four-volume series on the subject of prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Each one of the volumes includes four CD teachings on prayer. That's 16 CDs in all. Some of the CD titles are Praying for Your Nation, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, United Prayer and the Prayer of Faith and so many more. These four sets are normally priced for $112, but for this special offer, they're now only $56. That's a 50% savings off the retail price. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH99. Again, call toll-free we always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
1: Man, I'll tell you what, we got a schedule planned, don't we? We're going to be right. in, in September 11th through the 14th, we're going to be in North Carolina, Raleigh, uh-huh. with uh, Mitch and Susan Horton, you know, that's uh, 11. 12, 13, and 14 will be there. It will be a Sunday night through a Wednesday night.
0: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the Prayer of Agreement, Part 1. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org for other life changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.